Hello, every nation church of Malaysia. Okay, and everyone who is watching this online, I am Pastor Jonathan or GP. Okay, bringing you, bringing you greetings from every nation church Penang. You know the land of CKT, Chi Chong Fan, and Du Ren. You know, if you do come by Penang, okay, prayerfully and hopefully, okay, I can bring you out for at least a meal, if not. Penang Chando, alright? Now, I want to thank Pastor Tim, okay, for giving me this privilege, okay, to give you a word, okay, today, alright? And let's give him a big round of applause, yes! And all the team working in and out, okay, to make this experience, okay, for you, online experience, possible every week in and out, okay, so that, okay, you could experience God, okay, in the comfort of your home. You know, uh, you're right now, okay, on the, in the midst of a series called Unstoppable. Okay, I want you to do this. Okay, I want you to say with me, Unstoppable. Or in a chat box, okay, quickly write, okay, without anyone stopping you, spell out Unstoppable. Alright, I'll look at it later. Now, Unstoppable is a series, a discipleship series, studying through the book of Acts, looking the, at the historical events, okay, in the book of Acts and the development of the early church, how they win the laws, okay, honoring God, making disciples in times of persecutions. Prayerfully, okay, as you catch that, okay, you, I pray that you will translate them to honor God and make disciples where God has placed you in. So today, I'm given the task, okay, to explore, okay, the book of Acts, Acts chapter 16, verse 6 to verse 40. So you can open your Bible and get that ready as well. Now, you have gone through the last amazing 15 chapters of Acts, and if you have missed any of that, okay, you can go to YouTube or Facebook of Every Nation Church Malaysia, okay, to watch that. So today, Unstoppable, season 5, okay, episode 1. Okay, I'm supposed to talk to you about three models of evangelism that is found in this account because there are three interesting stories of how Paul reached okay, the loss. Okay, in this account of Acts 16, it was also the beginning okay, of Paul's second missionary journey. So, I, I, you'll see in the map, I hope you will see the map. I want you to look out of the name of the cities Okay, that we're going to, as we read the book of Acts, okay, so that you can track, okay, along, okay, the story that is found, okay, in the book of Acts. So, Acts 16 is also the account of the birth of the Philippi church. Okay, that's where, okay, we read, okay, we've gotten the book, okay, of Philippians. Okay, it is a uh, prison episodes. Now, by now, having, go, uh, you having heard and read, okay, the previous chapters, by now, you will have, Paul and his team are inclusive of Silas, Timothy, and Luke. Alright? All right. Let's go to book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 6. I'm going to read verse 6 to 10 that says, Paul and his companion traveled throughout the region of Persia, okay, and Galatia. Look out all those names in the map. Having been kept, okay, by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mysia, about to say Malaysia, okay? They tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. Was it so they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. Was then, after Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel okay, to them. Let us pray. 
Father God, I commit all of us into your hands, even as we explore, okay, Acts chapter 16 today, as we talk about the unstoppable church. Father, help us, oh God, to understand and the heartbeat, okay, of the Holy Spirit, okay, in the book of Acts. I give thanks once again. Change us, transform us through your word, in Jesus' name, and everyone say, Amen. Now, as you read verse 6 to verse 10, or verse 6 to 8, are we not in the series called Unstoppable? Then how come when we read verse 6 and 7, they will stop, or another version say they were being forbidden or prevented from preaching the gospel? How can that be? Not only once they were, they were being prevented or, or forbid, but twice, alright? In verse 6, they, was, they said that they were kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word. Okay, they wanted to go to the province of Asia. So when you read that, that is Asia Minor, that is uh, Turkey, okay, today. And then in verse 7, it was the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to enter Bithynia. So you wonder what has happened. Isn't this series called Unstoppable? How come they are being stopped? Friends, when you look at that, it did not stop them okay, from going forward okay, to preach the gospel. Okay, now, this is where when you read verse, read verse 9, okay, it was the famous verse of Paul, Paul's vision about a man okay, from Macedonia who came to ask him to come and help him. Now, the truth is this. Okay, as God guides us okay, along the way, Okay, many times you will find that it may not just be the right place that you want to go, thinking that it's the right place at the right time. Now, have you heard about the story of David Livingston? We all knew that he, he's, he's the man, the heart okay, of Africa. But do you know that David Livingston wanted to go to China, but God sent him to Africa? Have you heard about William Carey? William Carey wanted to go to Polynesia, but God sent him to India. What about, have you heard about this, uh, this missionary by the name of Adoniram Jackson. He wanted to go to India, but God sent him okay, to Burma. You know, many years ago, okay, I wanted so much okay, to move to Singapore, but the message I received from God is to stay put. All right? I also had an opportunity to work for a Christian organization okay, in Bangkok. But then, okay, as I seek the Lord, the same message was is to stay Put, okay, in Penang. That's why I'm still here, okay, in Penang. Now, as we look at Acts 16, question, how do you respond when, called, when God calls you to preach the good news to the people? Okay, how do you respond? Or how fast would you respond? Would it be the next day? Would it be next week, next month, next year? What would it be? Or not at all? You see, in verse 10, we read about Paul and his companion, okay, where he reads that they, they obey. Paul responded, okay, almost immediately, okay, because verse 10 says, we got ready at once. Now, very interesting for you to notice for, for your study is sex, uh, in that sense is that, okay, when in verse 6 and 7, Luke, okay, wrote that day, you know, verse 7, when day, and verse 8 also, when day. But when it comes to verse, um, uh, verse 10, the, the language starts to change, okay, after Paul has seen the vision, we, okay, got ready. Here is where we see that Luke, okay, started to join them. So in this company, as we read them, there is Paul, there is Silas, there is Timothy, and then Dr. Luke, alright? Now, so what does it mean, okay, to be unstoppable according to Acts 16? Now, as you look at what we have read just now, when God closes, 
door, okay, whether one door, two door, the next thing will be is that God opened up new doors, okay, even for them, because it's unstoppable. Now, instead of uh, the team, or Paul and his team, companion to go east to Asia, okay, when you look at the map, okay, instead of going to the east, now God leading them, okay, to the west, okay, that's heading towards Europe, okay, so to speak, this is the, it's like the uh, first time, okay, for Paul to enter, okay, Europe. God opened a new frontier for Apostle Paul and his team, okay, to go, which means telling us nothing could stop the gospel from going forward. Okay, that's where we sing the song. I will go where you would go. Alright, that's our song. Alright now, as such, okay, we're going to discover three amazing salvation stories of Paul in Philippi, Macedonia. Alright now, reading verse 11 and 12, let's look at here. Okay, from Troas, we put, okay, in other words, if you were to do a bit of study, it's where at, probably at this Troas, this city of Troas, Luke, okay, join them. Now from Troas, we put out to sea and sailed straight to Samothrace. And the next day, we went to Neapolis. From there, we travelled to Philippi, a Roman colony, colony, and leading city, that is the leading city of that district of Macedonia, and we stayed there several days. Alright, now, so Paul and his companion was going to where the people were, and the following verses that we're going to read, these are the few converts, they are the, few, the first few salvation, okay, of Paul's second missionary journey, okay, in Europe. Okay, the first story is the story of Lydia's conversion. Okay, I'm going to read verse 13 to 15 that says this, this is the account of Lydia's conversion. On the Sabbath, we went outside the city of the river, where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down, and began to speak to the women who had gathered there. One of those listening was a woman from the city of Tytira named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth. She was a worshipper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. Verse 15, when she and the members of her household were baptised, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, Come and stay at my house, and she persuaded us. Now, I don't know about you, okay, whenever you visit a new place, a new city, okay, what, what's the first thing would you do, all right? I would think the first thing would you do is to look for all the best local food, right? All right, now, some of the first thing that I would do, okay, on the first morning is that, Okay, the day before first morning is I will study the map, okay, of the locality or the hotel that I'm staying. Okay, I'll study the map, okay, in such that, okay, whether, whether left, right, north, east and west, because the next morning, okay, I'm going to do my run, okay, I'm going to do my run, okay, and scout, okay, what is, okay, around, okay, the place that I'm staying. But as for Paul, was different, alright, for Paul is, he will look for a place of prayer. Now, when you read the Bible, you'll find that in the New Testament, it's always about the synagogue. Okay, Paul is in a new place and lo and behold, there were no synagogue, but he found that place, okay, a place of prayer. Okay, the truth is this, Paul took gospel to where people were and in this case, he found, okay, a group of people sitting down and that's where he speak the gospel and it happened to be a group of women. Okay, now, all of that, can you, can you imagine, all right, it's not a service, it's just a group of people sitting there and then he speak and someone was listening 
And that is none other than a businesswoman, okay, a dealer of the purple cloth, a Gentile, a worshipper of God by the name of Lydia. And, and, and as we read just now, God opened her heart okay, to the gospel message. What's next? Okay, not only did she open okay, to the gospel, she also told her members, her, her, her people and her family, and every one of them come to know Jesus. All right? And Bible recorded, not only did they come to know Jesus, all of them were water baptized. You see, people come to know Jesus in many ways. I do not know how you come to know Jesus. Probably if you can gather and share with one another how you come to know Jesus. And I believe that will be so amazing okay, to hear one another's okay, salvation story. Okay, I believe you, you have stories like how you have gotten saved, how you have come to know Christ, and then how your brother come to know Christ, then your sister, then your mother, then your grandmother, father, uncle. Okay, even your, your dog as well, alright? Normally, sometimes it's the last person who comes to know Christ. Normally, it's your father, okay? That comes, okay, to my story as well, okay? But the best part is that every year, okay, you get to witness your family members getting water baptized, okay, one by one. Okay, what can we learn here, my dear friends? Okay, we can learn here is that, or oh, you're looking for the model in that, in that sense, is that go, okay, to where people are then you speak the gospel preach the gospel the result is someone is listening in this story is okay uh, Lydia was listening she understood she responded what's next okay she shared the gospel to her family members all right and all believe and water baptized all right so as we see that the next thing is that she opened a home okay she starts serving okay this the 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 ministry of hospitality okay we're all coming apostle paul and his team and boom okay a new church okay was planted and that was the church of philippi you know as you share the gospel let me say this when you share the gospel sometimes you wonder anyone is responding but in this account let me tell you as you preach the gospel someone is listening you know, I have uh, a story to tell is that, you know, I, I was in this mission trip and I was sharing to this stranger, all right? I was sketching, okay, the salvation story, okay, to this person. As I sketch, okay, about God, man, and all, uh, okay, how God, uh, how God sent Jesus and all those, when I give an invitation to this man, would you want, okay, to believe in Jesus? When I, when I say that, I realized there were eyes, okay, watching me. And I look up, wow, his family members, okay, was uh, uh, in the house, was watching. We were outside, okay, but his wife and children was watching. When I, when I realized that, I sensed my Holy Spirit to ask them as well. So I asked, hello, uh, sister, hello, uh, do, do, you, do you hear what I say? And uh, do you also want to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ? Wow, that day, okay, the whole family come to know Jesus Christ. You know, I have another story uh, uh, just a couple of years ago. Okay, we have a couple that came to the church, all right? And, uh, and uh, what I do next was to have a meal, okay, with them. So in this dinner, it was so interesting, all right? The husband was telling me about what he has been doing and all those. And then in that dinner, I realized that his wife is yet, okay, to come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. But they have been coming to the church service, Alright, so I cut the story short is that I share the gospel, okay, she, she wanting to receive the Christ, so I say, okay, let's pray and receive, okay, Jesus as a personal Lord and Savior. So we, I, I let the prayer pray in Jesus' name, Amen. But then I heard another voice, 
who also said Amen along together. Then I was like, who? Who's that? Oh, that was their son. So their son said uh, Amen together. I was like, wow, you also say Amen. Did you understand whatever I said just now? The son said, yes, I understand everything you say. So you also receive Jesus in your heart? Oh, yes. Wow. Let me tell you, as you preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's not only one person that's listening, but they are also listening. So simple as that. You speak and someone listening. You win Liao. All right? So that is account one. The account two is about the story about the slave girls, the slave girl, the encounter of the slave girl. And it's found in verse 16 to 18. Okay, that's it. This. Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we met by a female slave who had a spirit by which predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be safe. Okay, she kept this for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. And that moment, the spirit left her. Wow. You know, in verse 16, when we read that, the place of prayer appeared again. Friends, let me tell you, never miss your prayer time. Okay, never priest a time, okay, whether personal time, live group time, church, okay, worship prayer night. Never miss, okay, a day or time with that because as you go, okay, to a place of prayer, you never know. You may meet someone, okay, by random who wanted, okay, to know Jesus. So in this story of a certain slave girl who was being possessed, okay, by the spirit of divination, that means able to fortune-telling, all right? Her master has exploited her, okay, in many ways because, okay, she could bring a great deal of money, okay, to him. Uh, but somehow in this story is that she followed, okay, she followed Paul and her team and testified well, who are there because of the spirit of divination, okay, didn't they have, okay, but... Let me tell you this, watch out, okay, don't be deceived, okay, by any kind of evil uh, spirit, okay, in that sense, alright, we do not need such promotion, okay, or recommendation of the evil one, alright, if the, the, if the devil or evil one try to tell you something, okay, they can only tell you of the past, okay, they can, they can never tell you of the future because your future, okay, is in God's hand, alright, take note about that. Now, so in, over here, Paul was so annoyed, he gets so upset, so he Commander spirit to get out, okay, from okay the slave girl. So what happened next? The poor slave girl was delivered. She was set free. All right. Now I believe, okay, I believe in this scenario, Paul was able to rescue, okay, this slave girl from this bondage, okay, that she has, okay, by the power of the Holy Spirit, okay, she was liberated from the bondage of the evil spirit. Now let me tell you that today is no different. There are many people who are under bondages of the evil one, all right? And you probably have heard and, re heard and read news how young girls are being kidnapped, children being kidnapped, so forced into prostitution. Okay, many times it's just, uh, when we look at it, many times it's not just about preaching the good news, all right? There are, there are things that what we also need to do. It's not just about, oh, for God so loved the world, but there are also things that we all got to do, all right? Uh, providing practical solution, okay, when people face, okay, with personal problems in their life, okay? We must take evangelism, discipleship effort, okay, one step further, all right? Now, 
But the question is always about how personal and how practical or how far okay, that you want okay, to, to do so. Now, this effort can only be by the power of the Holy Spirit or the conviction of the Holy Spirit and with the help okay, of the Holy Spirit. It's not easy. Okay? It's because we are dealing okay, with real people, a real problem in this real world. Right? Now, this real world. Now, with this, you also could learn that okay, in those times okay, where Paul Okay, well, in Acts 16, uh, it's also a different, uh, there are different religions, the same time demonstration of occultism, witchcraft, and sorcery. All right, which in other words, today is also no different. There are people abound, okay, by evil spirit, blinded by the beliefs, by the, the, their belief system, and they also thirsty for spiritual power, and they worship all kinds of things. Alright, so in this account, Paul demonstrated God's power okay, over the demonic world and he moved in the gift of discernment okay, by the Holy Spirit and set this slave girl free. Alright, now, so in other words, okay, when we preach the gospel, we got to look out okay, for uh, such things as well. You know, in our Gourmet class, we, are, we, uh, we taught... We talked about 2 Timothy 1.7 okay, in the New King James Version that says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. Okay, giving you the handles. Okay, in power, you pray. You call upon God's power. Okay, about Holy Spirit, someone who is in need. And with that prayer, probably you could deliver someone okay, from okay, whatever bandages they are in. Alright, that's what Paul did. Okay, in love, you exercise the acts of care. Okay, put God's love in action. Okay, in sound mind, that's where you engage, okay, a, a meaningful conversation, okay, bringing God, okay, into their life, alright? Now, so moving forward, so with all this are taking place, guess who was not happy? Of course, the master, the owner of the slave girl. That's where you see an account of uh, uh, verse 19 to 24, let's read them together, okay, when they say, when her owners, verse 19, realized that their hope of making money was gone, so they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrate and said, These men are Jews and are throwing, and throwing, out our, uh, throwing our city into an uproar by advocating custom unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. Verse 22, the crowd joined in and the attack and against Paul and Silas. Get what, guess what happened? Okay, the magistrate ordered them to be stripped, beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison. And the jailer was commanded okay, to guard them carefully. When he received this order, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. Whoa, hello, what happened here? All right. Didn't they just preach the gospel? The whole family come to know the Lord. This poor girl was under bondage, and, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, this poor girl was being set free. And this is what okay, they received. What crime have they committed? Okay, as they preach the good news, okay, they help people to find the truth. And at the same time, okay, they, they, they were stripped, they were beaten, and they were flogged. What happened next? Let's read on. The third account, okay, the third story. It's getting more exciting and more dramatic. All right, now. So we, the first story was about Lydia, okay, the Lydia experience. The second was, was a, a, a slave girl. The third one is about the jailer, okay. It's about the story of Paul and Silas in prison, all right. Now, verse 25, 34 describe this. Let's uh, go uh, verse by verse. It says, verse 25, so now they're already in a prison, all right. Now, 
about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns okay, to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Can you see that? Each time when you pray, each time when you sing, each time when you share the gospel, someone is listening. All right? Don't underestimate that. Okay? Now, we have just completed okay, uh, a series in Penang okay, on the book of Philippians. We call it the Philippine Joy. Okay? We talk about joy in all circumstances. And here is uh, Paul okay, has been wrongly accused together with Silas, okay, arrested, beaten, and put in prison. What did they do? In times like this, what do you do? In times when you see there's no opening, okay, there's, there's no way you can move forward, what do you do? Here you can see that they pray, they sing unto the Lord. Nothing could stop Paul and Silas okay, from giving praise okay, in times like this. Okay, the truth is that you can have joy in all circumstances because the gospel is unstoppable. Okay, for them, even they are in the lockup, okay, in prison, they knew all right, God is working in their life. This is a moment where it's the most un unusual moment okay, in a prison. Who, who will sing praise or, or sing I mean, prayers okay, at midnight okay, in such a, a, a moment like this all right now? Let's continue, verse 26. Suddenly there was a violent earthquake and the foundation of the prison was shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chain came loose. Think about it. Can me? At the moment, there's earthquake. Friend, the key is where you pray and you, and you worship. That is the key, okay, to, for the power of the Holy Spirit to move. Okay, if you are a scientist or engineer and all those, or probably you are a physicist, okay, physics, all right, now, you need to, for the earthquake to happen, probably to, to hit a certain vibration of frequency, you need to reach a certain resonance maybe, okay, for the prison lock, okay, to unlock, or the chain to be broken. I don't know if, you are, if you're thinking at, at that kind of anger. But friends, because they pray, because they worship God, because they, they sing praises, okay, prison doors will unlock, chains will break loose. Okay, this can only, we can only testify this can only be God. All right? The key is praying okay, and worship. Okay? There's power in prayer and worship and don't ever underestimate it. Seriously, okay? when you look at it, it's more than just a song. Okay? As you sing that, mean every word okay? when you sing okay, to the Lord. All right? this, is, this is what I call the best uh, prison break ever. Okay? Uh, better than Michael Schofield, okay, if you know, okay, the series, okay, prison break. Okay, you don't need a PhD in architecture, structural engineering and all those. Okay, you just need, okay, to pray and sing and that God will have the jailbreak, okay, for you. Now, so what happened next? Verse 27, the jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoner had escaped. All right, now, when you're under chain, when your chain is loose, your prison door open, what's the best thing to do? Escape, lah. escape, run for your life. But that was not with Paul. So in other words, you know, it, whatever they are going through, hardships and all those, circumstances will tell you, take the best route, the quickest route, the easy route. 
okay, but it's not for Paul, all right? Probably for many of us, it's like, okay, the door opened, everything's all like, it's all planned already, God gave us away. So when you look at the rest, you say, uh, all this boai tai chi, not my problem anymore, all right, you leave, but not with Paul. You see, circumstances will tell us to escape, but the gospel will tell us, save the people because the jailer is about to kill himself. He's about to commit suicide, okay, so to speak, all right? Now, so let me say in every of those situations, hard times, you will experience miracle. But let me tell you, do not waste that miracle. Sometimes you ask, why God is keeping you alive? Why is keeping you strong? Sometimes we think about, oh, yo, uh, that situation, you might have lost your life, but you did not. Alright, this is where you encounter God, God's mercy and grace. When you think that you're supposed to die, but you didn't. Friends, that's God's grace. Alright, when you think that you deserve to die, but did not happen, God's mercy was there, okay, for this jailer and as well for Paul and his companion. Alright, now, so jailer, the jailer will thinking, how can this be? Because he wanted to take his own life. And then he realized that, yeah, this is God's grace and mercy upon his life. That's why in verse 30, he says, Sir, what must I do to be safe? Let me tell you that this is the cry. This is the cry of many lost people everywhere in our world today. And you just got the answer, okay, for each and every one of them. So that's where Paul replied, and that's the, the popular verse that we always use and pray, okay, verse 31. They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be safe you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all others in the house. And then that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds and immediately he and the whole household were baptized and jailer brought them into the house and set a meal. Wow, supper time, midnight supper. All right, he was filled with joy because he had came, okay, they come to believe in God and his whole household. Wow, what do we learn here? Friends, whatever circumstances you are in, Okay, uh, let me tell you, do not waste that, that moment, even it's the hardest moment, okay, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ because the gospel is unstoppable, okay, even in the worst situation where your both hands and legs are all tight and tight, all right, now, but the key is that when your hands and legs couldn't move, you can move your mouth, all right, pray and worship Jesus, okay, that's the best thing to do, not the last thing, okay, to do. So that is where our wonderful Saviour, okay, who gave us a gospel that is unstoppable. I don't know about you, have you been to prison? Let me say, I have, I've been to prison, but I couldn't boast like what, what the, uh, Paul did. But the experience is such that when you enter the prison, let me, let me qualify that. I, I went to prison because in a previous job, I was given the assignment, okay, to oversee a job, okay, inside the prison. So I, went, I need to go to prison and check, all right? So my, the first experience, it was always the crazy one, all right? So when you enter the first door, and then the lock, you have to surrender everything, your phone, your, uh, your IC, everything, money, everything, nothing. You, when, once you're in, you cannot contact the outside world, all right? Then you bring you to the next gate, then you walk a bit, the next gate, and you walk a bit, and the next gate, so you know there's no way, okay, you could escape. Now, I think the best story of century is that when we hear about Pastor Yahya of our Every Nation Church in Indonesia, okay, what, how he was being wronged and put in prison for one month. You know, he testified that that one month, okay, was the best time of his life. 
every day, every night, someone will be knocking at the prison cell, okay, to ask him for advice, ask him for the good news, ask him for uh, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, uh, every one of them, he had, he had prayed for them. You know, on the day when he left the prison, okay, they, they line up and give him the, the, the guard of honour, okay, every one of them was so wonderful, alright? Now, for verse 35 to verse 40, I won't be reading that, but there was a time they've been released, okay? Uh, Paul and Silas, okay, uh, reveal themselves, we are Roman, okay, citizen, okay, give us uh, the right. Uh, but the best part is in verse 40, okay, Paul and Silas came out of prison, they went to Lydia's house, okay, that's where the church is, I believe, and they met, okay, with their brothers and sisters, encouraged them before they leave. So, as I close, friends, Although the Holy Spirit closed the door of Asia Minor, Turkey, they couldn't go there. They also couldn't go to Bithynia, okay, because the Spirit of Jesus closed that door. But God has a better plan. So sometimes when you wanted to do something for the Lord and you realize that, hey, there's no opening, just hold on. The Holy Spirit will lead you to a bigger door, all right? So Holy Spirit led them to Philippine, okay, Macedonia, that's Europe. Okay, that's where the Church of Philippine. Right now, God closes certain door doesn't mean that He He stops okay stop you from spreading okay the gospel, especially in this season. Okay, there are a lot of things we cannot do. Doesn't mean that we stop okay preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. God opened new doors so that the gospel go forth unstoppable. Amen. So as I pray, the story of Lydia, what do you do? Go preach. Someone is listening. Go find the leader. Alright? Now, God will open ears for the leaders to listen. In the story of the slave girl, friends, be faithful. What God has called you to do. Paul and Silas were just going, okay, to a place of prayer. Be faithful what God has called you to do. As you're doing that, someone will notice and it will follow you. Okay? When you follow you, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And in this case, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you might just deliver someone from whatever bondage they are going through. So go find this slave girl. All right? The last story, the story of the jailer. Bible already told us that in this world, you have tribulation. will be of good cheer. All right? So you will experience hardship for sure. There were times prison door. There are times where you have changed. Times when you are trapped. But let me tell you, there are many people who are trapped in their mind, okay, in their life. Right? You just need to be sensitive. Okay? In that sense, God will open their hearts and mind okay, through you as you preach okay, the good news. Go find this prison warden. When you find prison warden and his family, you never know. Okay? Whole family will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, I commit all of us into your hands. Father, even as we explore Acts 16, okay, the different stories, okay, there's uh, 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 the account here that we explore. I pray for each and every one of us. Let us not stop okay, speaking the gospel so that someone could hear. Let us, oh God, Lord, uh, be sensitive and move in the power of the Holy Spirit so that someone can be set free. Father, I pray, oh God, let, let us not stop praying and praising you because in time of trials like this, prison doors, okay, will open, okay, change will be broken and, and, and uh, loose, okay, for all those who are trapped, okay, in, in that bondage. Father, I pray, Lord God, Lord, in this season, uh, not only an individual will come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, but the entire family will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, God bless you. Okay, go, okay, in the power of the Holy Spirit.